everyone, and welcome to That Time When, the comedy history podcast where we talk about strange things that happened in history. My name's Amelia Edwards, and with me is my partner, Barnaby King. Hello, everyone, and I've got some sad news, but my tenure as a pirate captain appears to have come to an end. I could not yaha today. <gasps> oh no, you could only yo-ho. Yo-ho. <laughs> well, that's a shame because we're still on the pirate theme. Yahar! <laughs> Yahar, everyone, and welcome back to that time when the comedy history podcast where we only talk about pirate history. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, this was completely accidental, wasn't it? That we kind of had two weeks of pirates. Not entirely. No? Um, yeah, I said, I think I want to do the story I'm about to do, mm-hmm. and you said, or Eleanor of Aquitaine, and you said, I'm going to do one about pirates, so That's wait. True, yeah. So we might have been on and off a bit with pirates, and yeah. instead, we got pirate pirates. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope you all like pirates. Cause... Oh, you better. <laughs> <laughs> so, what pirates do we have this week? Well... Are you doing Blackbeard now? <laughs> no. Ah. No, not at all. So, I basically... Independently of you, I also wanted to talk about female pirates. Yay! Um, because it turns out there were a, a few more of them than we imagine. Mm, that kind of makes sense to me. I mean, if you're thinking about the era where we tend to talk about pirates, mm-hmm. um, no, it's not quite the Industrial Revolution, is it? It's just pre-industrial. Just pre-industrial revolution. Okay. Because I was going to say it's at that point where women start to lose some power. Yeah, that's true. That they previously had. Mm. I guess your uh, Madame Cheng is coming sort of at the end of the... Please, Madame Zhong. Madame Zhong, sorry. <laughs> uh, I know it's spelt Cheng, but I... Yeah, so I, it's possible I'm pronouncing it wrong. I went through various different things to sort <laughs> okay. of try and, try and find exactly how to pronounce it. So I, 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 this is a after-the-fact apology if I did pronounce it wrong. But anyway, sorry, I interrupted. That's quite all right. So... Like the man I am. <laughs> Let me speak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, you're so aggressive. (laughs) I know. Um, Okay, so I'm going to talk about a couple of female pirates who were not nearly as successful as Madame Jung, but who go more with our normal idea of pirates. The more sort of Yahar type. These two are definitely Yahar type pirates. Excellent. Um, So I'm going to start off with the history of Anne Bonny. That's a good name. Yeah, it's very good. It's um, got that whole nice uh, sort of Irish ring to it. Yeah, it kind of... You, you could have any sort of criminal with that. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Is that being offensive? She if I say is that? a criminal. I mean, she is a criminal. Yes, fair. And, like, she's really a criminal. Nice. Um, so, most of what we know about her mm-hmm. comes from a contemporary source, which is called A General History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious Pirates by Captain Charles Johnson. Himself a pirate. No, <laughs> he didn't exist. Oh, okay. Um, so there's some theories about who it might have been. Right. So this person might have been Daniel Defoe, but there's no actual... We actually don't know who it is. Remind me who Daniel Defoe is? Um, he wrote Robinson Crusoe. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, sure. So, like, a popular novelist of yes. the time. Yes, yeah. Um. But basically, uh, Captain Charles Johnson writes this book, mm-hmm. definitely an assumed name, <laughs> um, and it is 
largely accurate. Okay. But it's also massively sensationalist. Ah, right. And it's where we get most of our sources for a lot of pirates, including Blackbeard. Oh, right. Okay. So all those, like, mad people who run around in the Caribbean, like... Uh, doing all kinds of mad things and getting drunk all the time. Mm. That comes from this book. Oh, right. Because I actually, before I uh, settled on uh, doing an episode of Madame Jung, I was looking around for sort of like different famous pirates and I did consider Mm -hmm. doing... Blackbeard. Blackbeard is pretty cool, but I feel like he's done too much I for mean, this podcast. Yeah, that that was why I eventually decided not. I mean, there's there's fun things like it took me ages to try and find out exactly what his name was. Uh, Edmund Teach. Edward Ed- Teach. Well, it's Edward Teach is the accepted one, but there are a lot of things I was reading that is like it's actually like Edward Thack. I'll find like is is this just one of those spelling moments though where it's like people in the past could not spell (laughs) (laughs) which means that there was one person in the 1700s in the village we grew up in Mm. um, whose last name was Batman oh yes I think it was meant to be Bateman. <laughs> but it was Batman. <laughs> but it was Batman because people couldn't spell. That was from, uh, just to give you a source of that, you worked, you did some like brief unpaid work for the museum, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was doing a sort of data thing, yeah. like trying to assemble the family names from through yeah. the generations. <laughs> and you found Batman. And I found Batman. <laughs> Which is great because the village that we're talking about here, this is Stenning in mm-hmm. West Sussex. And if you know it, it is... It's like an Agatha Christie novel. Yeah, it is very sleepy, very elderly population. Lots of thatched cottages. Lots of thatched cottages. And like, there's a lot of history to it. And there is some like interesting stuff there. And also there's like a weird thing to, with the occult. Um, um, yeah, apparently so. Yeah. We've not experienced this. No. Yet. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday we'll we'll do a trip home and we'll do like the occult tour of Sten. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That sounds so dull. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay, let's get ourselves back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to pirates. Okay, so a general history of the robberies and murders of the most notorious pirates, mm-hmm. which by the way is spelled pirates like P Y R A T E S. Pirates. 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 (laughs) Um, This was a major inspiration for Robert Louis Stevenson and J.M. Barry of Peter Pan fame. Nice. Um, So, as you can see, it's got that sort of like, definitely it's Yahara pirates the whole way. Those those are the two who really give us the modern idea of pirates in Mm -hmm. like Pirates of the Caribbean style. Absolutely. We all want hooks for hands, stumps for legs, and everyone getting swigging drunk of rum. Yeah. Isn't it... It was it was a treasure. It was the film version of Treasure Island, like an original one mm-hmm. that gave us like yahar, Jim yes. Lad, pirate talk, sort of thing like that. Absolutely. <laughs> because I mean, if you look into it, people like like Blackbeard, like I was yeah. talking about earlier, came from Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... And... That's, not, that's not the accent you <laughs> no, have. No, no, it's no. much less intimidating if Blackbeard boards your ship. <laughs> it's like, oh, there, and overall, your treasure and booty. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so Anne Bonny herself was actually from Ireland originally. Okay, yeah. She was born in Ireland around 1700. Mm. So she's part of what's known as the golden age of pirates. She's oh, there nice. for exactly the right time. Yeah. And she was born the child of a man called William McCormack mm-hmm. and his servant. Ah, Ooh. Oh dear. And when she was around 10, 
her father moved to the province of Carolina with her and her mother, mm-hmm. changed his name to Cormac. He got rid of the muck. And then he made quite a lot of money. I think either <laughs> he seems to either have been a merchant or a lawyer or both. Okay. According to the different sources okay. that I've looked at. So but, he, he did make this money through legitimate means. Oh yes, super right. legitimate. I mean, he did also buy a plantation at some point, and I'm not sure what the deal was with that plantation. Right. Okay. Um. So Anne, and I'm going to read a little bit of a quote here because it's so good. Anne grew up into a strapping boisterous girl of a fierce and courageous temper which more than once led her into sad scrapes as when she slew her english servant maid with a case knife oh my god but apart from such occasional outbursts of temper she was a good and dutiful daughter <laughs> oh just the occasional murder i know right like okay so this woman this girl is growing up so angry that in a fit of rage she legitimately killed someone oh my god but you know apart from that she was a really good daughter to have. Wow, she's she's the original um oh god. What well, what's that thing? It's an original case of like oh but we don't expect that sort of thing. <laughs> oh this is this is completely out of character. It's just a one time event. <laughs> Absolutely. Well she only did kill her English servant maid the once, mm. so <laughs> she reanimated the maid <laughs> and killed her again. Oh no <laughs> Technically it's still one murder. Uh, so with this in mind, this is her backstory. Yeah. Uh, when she'd grown up fully, she married a small-time pirate called James Bonney, who her father massively disapproved of. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, if you are a legitimate merchant mm-hmm. slash lawyer and fairly wealthy, your daughter's suddenly like, I'm marrying a pirate. I know, right? You're Imagine. Like, um... No. No, you're not. <laughs> you're staying home. Wow. It, it's It's like those 1950s shows where it's like, the girl is going out with the guy who's got like the leather jacket oh, and the yeah. motorbike and it's like the parents are there disapproving because mm-hmm. you know they know he's a bad sort but she <laughs> likes that bad boy um yeah <laughs> so it turns out james bonnie might actually legitimately have wanted to marry her because um her father had so much land and right. cash and wanted to marry into that whole thing Aww. but uh, her father disowned her when she got married to James oh, Bonney. And she might have set fire to his plantation. <laughs> well, okay. Might, might. Might. This is the person who murdered a servant girl. <laughs> Jesus. I think we can pretty much say, yeah, she set fire to that. <laughs> yeah. Like, burn it down. <laughs> no, we can't. That's stealing from another podcast. It is stealing from another podcast, Whoops. but oh well. Okay, so... Anne and James moved to the Bahamas in 1714, like somewhere between 1714 and 1718. Mm -hmm. And they moved to the Republic of Pirates (gasps) in Nassau on New Providence Islands. Yeah. The Republic of Pirates. The Republic of Pirates. So the whole deal was that there was literally this place where... um, on New Providence Island, if you went to this particular town, then nothing would really be held against you, apparently. Like, like you got forgiveness for any of your crimes you'd committed elsewhere. So this was like a haven for pirates. I kind of thought that that sort of thing had been made up. Well... Because that sounds like, um, oh God, what's the, what's the like pirate paradise that's in things like Treasure Island and Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh man, I don't Tortuga? know. 
Oh, Tortuga. Tortuga, yes. Yeah. That that exists. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's... Uh, I swear there's a thing. There's a thing where it's like this fictional pirate paradise. Mm. Almost like an afterlife, but in the world, in, it's still alive. I mean, it could just be that nobody was actually bothering to look after Nassau yeah. at this point. Like, it just could be that no one was looking after it and it was like a kind of Wild West type place. Yeah. Regardless of whether the Republic of Pirates was a real thing, they did go to Nassau in the Bahamas. Yeah. And there were clearly a lot of other pirates there. Mm. Because while she was there, she met another pirate, John Rackham. And John Rackham goes by a brilliant pirate name. Mm-hmm. He's called Calico Jack. Yay! I, I Calico Jack was one of those people I briefly looked into when mm-hmm. I was like considering who to do last week. It's such a good name. It's a good name. So I'm going to call him Calico Jack the whole time. Yeah. I don't even care that his name was John Rackham. I don't care that the Wikipedia articles I looked at had Rackham the whole way through. I know. He's Calico Jack. That's yeah. awesome. To be honest though, John Rackham, pretty good name and it pretty is. good pirate name. But like... Calico Jack is better though. Calico Jack is better, even if it is just because of like the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wore Calico. We'll call him Calico Jack. I know. And I looked up Calico and it's like the blandest <laughs> material. <laughs> It's kind of like a linen. It's like undyed cloth. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. Like, let's name him after the fact he wears undyed cloth trousers. He wears really trousers. shitty clothes. Yeah. Let's call him that. Why? Who knows? <laughs> I wonder if he was happy with that name. I have no idea. Because, you know, John Rackham, good good name. Like, you can imagine, like, a proper British captain mm-hmm. by the name of John Rackham commanding the Admiralty or anything like that. Calico Jack, he just wears shit clothes. (laughs) But now it sounds good, because no one really knows what Calico is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Calico Jack and uh, Anne Bonny became lovers. Uh Mm. And he offered James Bonny money to divorce her. Ah, nice. Mm. And James refused. Ah. Not so nice. Mm, Yeah, I mean... Hmm... That's interesting, to be fair. Like, it is interesting. Because like, assuming that he did just marry her for, you know, the inheritance, basically. Yeah. He kind of doesn't really have much of a reason to keep her around. I think maybe there was more to it than that. I think there is like a whole whirlwind romance going on. But yeah. to be honest, when we look at Anne Bonny's lifestyle, she's she's never going to be like held down by one man. Yeah. In a way, it may have been better for her father for her to just go away and get married to a pirate so that she doesn't, like, murder her husband well, or something. <laughs> mm, in a fit of rage, she stabbed her third husband in a row. <laughs> and set fire to him. But apart from that, she was a good and dutiful wife. <laughs> apart from that one moment. Oh, my God. Oh, how can you hold it against her? You just can't. <laughs> okay, so... Here's what she did, because mm-hmm. she was really into Calico Jack. Yeah. Um, so she dresses herself as a man. Nice. And joins his crew. Yay! And they leave the island together. So this is the point where she officially becomes a pirate. So she just she just leaves. She can't be asked with, no. with James Bonny anymore. <laughs> no. So technically, she's still married to James Bonny yeah. at this point. But, you know, screw it. She's going to go become a pirate with her pirate lover, Calico yeah. Jack. It's all going to be, you know, real sexy. You kind of feel like if you're in a place that's called the Republic of Pirates, why would you ask someone to get, like, officially divorced just... 
just just go <laughs> take them and go um oh so this is something i didn't actually write down about in my script but i can remember it roughly Ooh, nice. um basically at the time the marriage laws were reasonably strict in terms of the whole idea being that you belong to your husband ah right um so there is a point later on in her story where um James Bonney catches up with her again and tries oh, to sell her. Oh my god. Um to another husband because apparently that was a thing you could do back then. Wow. Which I actually did know about because that's the plot of one of Thomas Hardy's novels is oh, like right. about a man who so- sells his wife a newborn child. Oh my god. Yeah, because yeah, that was like something that was happening. Yeah, see I d- I haven't actually read much Thomas Hardy because I always find that I I can get started on that and then it just gets so miserable. <laughs> Yep, it's like, oh, hey, it's like, welcome to the Victorian countryside. Yeah, it's like if you took Jane Austen, took away all the like funny social commentary Mm -hmm. and instead just repeatedly beat you over the head with how awful people's lives are. Yeah, basically, (laughs) it's basically that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so. I think the idea of getting a divorce is just to make things official so that he yeah. has no legal claims over her anymore. Which, like, fair enough. If, you, if your husband could sell you, then you'd probably want to move on from that. Yeah. If you're not. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so the thing is, though, her new romance with Calico Jack mm. is... Not really short-lived, but she does have a wandering eye. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So while she's part of Calico Drac's crew, she starts getting really close to another crewmate. Ah. And his name is Mark Reed. That's less of a good name. It's not a good name. Apologies to any Mark Reeds, but your name's a bit shit. I mean, (laughs) When you compare it to John Rackham. It's just not a good pirate name. No, that's true, yeah. So she starts getting really close to this Mark Reed, and Calico Jack gets really jealous yeah and he accuses Anne of sleeping with him mm-hmm. and it's at this point that one of two things happens yeah either Anne tells Calico Jack a secret about Mark or Calico Jack and this is according to um, the history of the pirates yeah walks in on them together in bed Ooh. naked Ooh. And realizes that Mark is also a woman. Yay! And they enter into a polyamorous triad. I mean, okay. <laughs> Who knows? Because the thing is that these two ladies, um, nowadays, if you look them up, they get marketed as like lesbian pirates. Right. I don't think that's accurate. Okay. Because it seems to me pretty clear that Anne is super into guys as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like she leaves her husband. She leaves her father to get together with her husband. Yeah. She leaves her husband to get together with Calico Jack. Yeah. Um, and then... Is this just more by erasure? I think it really is just more by erasure. <laughs> right. When we look at Mary Reed's history, ah. uh, we'll find that she also was definitely in love with a man at one point in her life. Okay. The other thing that's going on here is that Mary Reed has been passing as Mark Reed for nearly all of her life. Oh, okay. So... Like, there's a question, and it always it does come up when it's something that's so far back in time that there yeah. are definite benefits to passing as a man. Yeah. But there's a question in my mind as to whether she might actually be trans. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. It's one of those things where you can kind of debate it with historical figures, but mm. you can't really... 
like it, it means so many different things as time goes by that what 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 do we mean when we say that someone in history may be trans but yeah i i mm. get yeah absolutely i think there's an argument to be made there so i think that um sort of in labeling them and yeah. their relationship i think that the best way to do it would probably be just to define it as queer like yeah it's not straight yeah and that's all we know <laughs> yeah okay so uh, Mary Reed had been dressing as a man for most of her life. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because that includes her childhood as well. Oh, okay. So there's this really convoluted backstory to this. Right. So Mary Reed's mother had originally been married to a sailor mm-hmm. and they had a son together. Right. But then the sailor died. Ha. Ah. Um, Mary Reed quickly had an affair with somebody else. Ah. We don't know who. Right. And got pregnant again. Right. Now... The sailor's mother, so as in her ex-husband's, her dead husband's mother... Her mother-in-law. Yeah, had been funding her and her son to Ah, live. Ah, right. But then sadly, her son died. Oh, okay. By oh, this... <laughs> I see where this is going. Yeah. Did she did she give birth to a daughter and raise the daughter as the son? Yes. Right. And apparently this fooled the grandmother yeah. enough that she kept getting sort of looked after throughout her life. Yeah. Um, so Mary was raised as a boy mm-hmm. and continued to dress as a boy in order to join the British military. Oh. Mary was English. Yeah. Um, and in the British military, she fought in the Netherlands. Yeah. And this was either the Nine Years' War or the War of Succession. Okay. But regardless, while she was there, she fell in love with a Flemish soldier... And the two of them settled down together. Oh, how nice. So nice. They got married mm-hmm. and they bought an inn called the Three Horseshoes near Breda Castle in the Netherlands. Ah. So like, super nice. They do the whole military thing and then they put all their money together. Apparently they got donations from their friends in the military who were really interested and surprised to find out that she was a woman. Okay, I was going to say, like, they must have known at some point. <laughs> Yes, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure gay marriage was not legal at the oh, time. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no, at this point, she started wearing women's clothes right. and was like, okay, gigs up. I was a woman all along. Or maybe people were just super progressive, more so than we thought. And uh, she came out as, you know, Mary Reed, and they mm-hmm. were just like, oh, Mary's trans. Okay, cool, okay, brilliant. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Um, so like but they they seem to have had like a nice little life together in the Netherlands with their own but then sadly her husband died I know and when her husband died she gets back into her male clothes yeah and rejoins the Dutch military oh okay because apparently she really liked being a soldier yeah fair enough however at this point the Netherlands were at peace right so there wasn't much for her to do (laughs) she couldn't slake her blood (laughs) Well, I think she's a lady who gets bored reasonably easily yeah. because uh, she quits the Dutch military and joins a ship bound for the West Indies. Mm. Uh, in my mind, you don't join a ship bound for the West Indies unless, at that point in time unless you're kind of bound for adventure. Yeah, a little bit. And this gets really shown because the ship gets taken by pirates. Yeah. And she's like, okay, guys. <laughs> she quickly dresses up as a pirate and is like, yeah, I was one of you all along. Pretty much. She joins this pirate crew. Yay. And um, at this point, she's dressed as a man. She calls herself Mark Reed. Mm. And then eventually they like get joins up with Calico Jack's crew. And that's nice. sort of where we find her again. Oh, my God. I know. 
Where is the miniseries for these two? <laughs> right? Because, like, I feel like we've got everything. Like, we've got some sexy scenes. Yep. Um, we've got some romance. Yep. We've got action. Yep. And we've also got some really badass ladies of yeah. varying ages. So Mary and Anna are about 10 years difference in age. Mary's okay. older. Yeah. Um. So... Once Mary and Anne had started getting it on, yeah. they spent years together with Calico Jack. Oh, it is a polyamorous triad. I mean, it might be. <laughs> I think it is. And there's more reasons why I think it is as well. Hey, excellent. So they spend years together raiding in Jamaica and the surrounding area. Oh, isn't that what we all want our romances to be? I mean, <laughs> the, like, oh, the romance, oh, the drama, oh, the treasure, one assumes. <laughs> And a little bit of murder thrown in just to keep things exciting. I mean, I think both of these ladies are super into the murder. Yeah, it sounds like it. Like, when you first started talking about Mary Reed, mm -hmm. I was kind of like, how's her life with Anne Bonny going to be? Anne, Bo Anne, I stabbed a servant with Anne Bonny. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, I joined the military twice. <laughs> yeah, in order to do killing. I it's like, <laughs> okay, you'll get along fine. <laughs> I mean, so they both dressed interchangeably at this point as male or female. Nice. And they fought alongside the rest of the crew. Oh, pirates are teaching us that gender is fluid and the social construct. It's oh, so cute. Wonderful. Um, so. <laughs> Somewhere JK Rowling is seething. <laughs> so uh, actually, just as a quick side note. Yeah. Um, there are some people who've made a play about okay. Anne, Bar Anne, Bonnie, and Mary Reed, yeah. um, which is called Lesbian Pirates with an exclamation <laughs> mark. Um, but it's super interesting because they are a theatre group that want to draw attention to disabilities. Ah, okay. And so they got super into the whole idea because in pirate crews, you'd often have lots of people from with various disabilities yeah. from injuries. Yeah. And they didn't let that get in their way and they created accommodations for people who were missing a leg and things like that, which, you know. So, you know, pirates are just <laughs> lovely people and we should ignore everything awful they ever did. Oh my God. Like, I, I'm, I'm still going to draw comparisons to pirates and Vikings Oh, here. sure. Like, two, two groups who are way more progressive than <laughs> really the time in which they're in, like, they deserve to be given the time that they're in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. Okay, so... I'll talk one day about all the myths about Vikings because, admittedly, I'm saying this knowing what I know about Vikings and you know a lot about mm -hmm. it because I've talked about it a lot. But our listeners may still think of Vikings as, you know, raping and pillaging sort of thing. They really didn't. They really didn't. I mean, a bit of pillaging. A bit of... Oh, a lot of pillaging, but... You know, much more farming than you'd expect. Um, but yeah, that's that's for a future episode where I'll mm. just go through Viking myths. <laughs> so um, Anne Bonny was actually mentioned by name in a wanted pirate circular that was pu yes. published in the Boston newsletter. Oh my God, that's a badge of honour. I know, right? Imagine. Um, however... <laughs> Frame. Frame it and keep it over your bed. Um, wouldn't that be cute if yeah. you could have your own wanted poster? <laughs> His, hers and hers wanted posters. Oh, so dramatic. <laughs> So cute. Um, I do suspect that their male disguises might not have been brilliant. Okay. Um, because Dorothy Thomas, yeah. who was one of their victims, mm. um, described them and said that she knew they were women right. from the largeness of their breasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, right. Um... 
So, okay. So... (laughs) Okay, this sounds like sensationalism, right? (laughs) Yeah, but this is like a genuine woman who was kidnapped by pirates. Right. And apparently goes, oh, no, I knew they were women because, you know, boobs. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm a bit confused by it myself because I'm like, I... But Mark Reed definitely got away with it for like a really long time. Right. So much so that Calico Jack was like apparently jealous when Mark was a man and okay with it when Mary was a woman. So I don't know. Maybe um, maybe this woman, what was her name? uh, Dorothy Thomas. Maybe she just had really low standards as to what large breasts are. Could be. (laughs) There are a lot of drawings in the Pirates book. Oh my God. Um, the, they've got like the <laughs> great swollen tits. <laughs> no, not quite, not quite. But they have got those like really low cut V neck type right, shirts, yeah. and you can see a lot of cleavage yeah. going on in there. And um, to give him his credit, it's not like cleavage, cleavage. It's like loose. Oh, okay, so it's like actual. Oh yes, actual loose clothing rather than you know uh, Catwoman in Arkham City. Yeah. How the hell are they not falling out? Sort of thing. Exactly. Right. But he, at least in the illustrations, it does kind of suggest that. You know, they're being a bit more visible about the whole thing. Right, yeah. Um, Maybe it's just the fact that everyone was so terrified that they'd be murdered by these two that they went along with that. If they, like, we're going along going like, we're men, <laughs> we're men. And everyone's like, yes, you are. Please don't kill me. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, Dorothy Thomas's other part of her description says that they wore men's jackets, long trousers with handkerchiefs tied about their heads. And each of them had a machete and a pistol yes. in their hands. And they cursed and swore at the men to murder her. As in Dorothy Thomas. Oh, my God. I, I mean, obviously terrifying for the victim, but... <laughs> I know, Such so cool. Such a cool image. So cool. Like, these ladies sound absolutely terrifying, yeah. to be honest. So maybe you would notice that they were women and then be like, I don't think I'll say anything. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to murder Dorothy because she pointed out their <laughs> boobs and she and they were like, nope, she must be killed. <laughs> it's like the Emperor's new clothes, but with the caveat that the Emperor is definitely putting you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if the whole story of the emperor, the emperor's new clothes, was like not mentioning that the emperor is clearly a woman. (laughs) The emperor is wandering around naked. Yep, is definitely a woman, (laughs) but no one can say anything because the emperor also has a temper and a machete and a machete and a pistol. (laughs) So. On the 15th of November, 1720, Calico Jack's crew was hosting a rum party with another English crew. Oh my God. (laughs) Isn't that a great beginning to an end? That is wonderful. Okay. Okay, so he's hosting a rum party with another English crew on their ship when they were surprised by a raid from the pirate hunter, (gasps) Captain Jonathan Barnett's. Which I'm, I'm into Captain Jonathan Barnett. Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I've got this image of him in my mind as being like, like he's like one of those documentary filmmakers who goes out in the jungle all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he's a pirate hunter. He's gonna find them pirates. It's gonna be great. <laughs> okay, now I'm just thinking he's Bear Grylls. Oh, <laughs> in like, which case the pirates are right there and going, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, <laughs> no, 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 not so much. I'm thinking more like. Uh, Imagine that he does like those sort of adventure type things all right, the time. Yeah. He swings in, he's a pirate hunter, he's I got see. a cutlass between his teeth. Yeah. He's like, I got you, pirates. They're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jonathan Barnett. Not Jonathan Barnett. <laughs> pirate hunter. 
<laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. That would be the TV show. Oh, Jonathan yeah. Barnett, colon, pirate hunter. Oh my god, that would be great. And then he could hunt all the different pirates from the golden era yeah. of piracy. And then you'd have their backstory. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, the crew and guests ran to hide in the hold of the ship. Mm. Leaving <laughs> like ran more staggered after uh-huh. the rum party. <laughs> yeah, they may have been too drunk to fight. Yeah, like it was a rum party. <laughs> oh dear! Oh okay. my god! Okay, so they ran to hide in the hold, and they only left Anne and Mary and one other pirate <laughs> to defend them against the pirate hunters. <laughs> And they killed the entire British Navy. Well, <laughs> they... Okay, so Barnett's crew eventually <laughs> overcame Anne and Mary. Right. Which, like, fair enough. It was a whole crew yeah. versus three other people. I do love the key word there, though, is eventually. eventually. Yep. <laughs> and once they'd done that, Calico Jack just surrendered. Yeah. It's like, well, you took out... <laughs> Basically, the entirety of my fighting force by taking out these two women. I mean, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Imagine if everyone else on the crew was just like quite nice and gentlemanly, yeah. and then you've got these two women being like, fucking decking, mate. <laughs> the rest of the crew is just a little bit, they're a little bit timid. Aww. They're kind of like, they're kind of like, excuse me, can we, can we have some of your treasure, please? Meanwhile, <laughs> Anne Bonnie is just murdering civilians left, right, and center. And Mary Reed is just like sacking churches. Absolutely. Oh my God. Like, I, ge- genuinely, I think these women are terrifying. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, the whole crew was sentenced to hang for acts of piracy. Mm. But both Anne and Mary claimed to be pregnant. Excellent. Excellent. And as far as I can tell, it seems like they both were. Oh, okay. Given that they both received stays of execution. <laughs> so not only did they fight off this crew yeah. for like a considerable length of time, they did so while pregnant. Oh, yes. <laughs> And this, I feel like this lends credence to your theory that there was like this polyamorous triad yeah. going on here, um, because obviously they didn't get each other pregnant. Um, so, wait, wait, sorry, I'm just thinking. So maybe this is the reason that they eventually were able to over overwhelm them. Was <laughs> I'm now imagining they're like heavily pregnant, <laughs> and it's like that's the only reason they defeated them. Absolutely, or it's just like, oh no, hang on, morning sickness. And yeah. it's like, ha ha, I got you. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so into these two women right I now. I know. Just, okay, so they're probably pregnant when they're fighting yeah. off these men. Um, they're probably pregnant because they received these stays of execution. Yeah. And I don't think that if you have people who've been consistently raiding the Jamaican coast for years yeah. and had to be taken down by the pirate hunter Captain Jonathan Barnett, that you're just going to be like, meh. Yeah. Like, they're women, they could be pregnant, I don't know. Yeah. Wow, they, they're really using, like, the sexism of the time to their advantage. Oh, yes. Fair play. I know. Um, so, Anne Bonny seems to have turned off Calico Jack, though, due to his show of weakness. Yeah. Or possible just, like, rum drunkenness. I mean, I was going to say, as soon as this happens, I'm like, they're, they're, he's, they, he's not got any respect in their eyes anymore. Oh, no. Her last words to him are supposed to have been, had you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine those being your last words to your ex. Jesus. That would be great. God, these women are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> they are brutal. 
That is... Damn, that is so harsh, and I'm so here for it. <laughs> yeah, why don't we have, like, RuPaul's pirate race? <gasps> yes! Oh my god, um, what is it? Snatch game. The snatch game. Someone should be Someone Anne should Bonnie. be Anne Bonny. That would be amazing, especially if you did, like, a couples thing, and yes. you were, like, with your best drag pal, yeah. do Anne Bonny and Mary Reed, and just be like terrifying pirate <laughs> women like halfway through just like stab somebody <laughs> oh my god yeah yes yeah we shall write to them i mean yes i was also thinking because we are massive nerds and do D D. Anne Bonny cat style character. I don't want an Anne Bonny style character <laughs> to be in our campaign it's hard enough as it is <laughs> oh but i run the campaign <laughs> Okay. So a bit of a sad note to our the end of our story. Yeah. Uh, Mary Reed actually died of a fever Aww. in the jail. Yeah. Um, and Anne Bonny seems to have given birth in jail, after which nothing is known of her. Oh, wow. Like, we genuinely don't know whether she left jail, whether she died there. We don't know how long she lived. She just disappears off the records. She may still be alive today. Check your cupboards. <laughs> Look under your bed. Is Anne Bonny hiding under there, ready to come out and kill your servants? They say that every time there's a plantation fire, Anne Bonny is behind <laughs> us. They say if you look in a mirror and say Anne Bonny three times, she shanks you. <laughs> <laughs> or seduces you. Like... Or seduces you. Because, quite frankly, you got no chance no. either way. Like... No. Oh, damn. Right? Okay, so uh, on a sort of like final note, um, I realised that I'd actually seen a sculpture of Mary Reed before. Right. Because, and I can't find out the reason for this, which is possibly the best part of it. Right. There is a wooden sculpture of Mary Reed from the 18th century, which can be found outside the Earl Arms pub in Hayden in Norfolk. Okay. So literally, it's like mounted on the wall of the pub. Right. And I saw it one time because I was running a Duke of Edinburgh... Well, I was helping run a Duke of Edinburgh expedition uh, for some of the pupils at my school. (laughs) And nowadays, like, house martins nest in it. So I had this... I do somewhere have this little video, and I can't find it on my phone, which is upsetting. I have this little video of pine martins flying around the statue of Mary Reed. Okay, I love this idea of, like, taking this Duke of Edinburgh kids and just being like... Do not do this. Yeah. Do not be like her. Be good. <laughs> be good. Or Mary Reed will get you. <laughs> Ignore the cute pine martings nesting in her. She gonna get you. <laughs> if you're in the Norfolk area, go and visit the Earl Arms pub in Hayden. It's a really weird pub. I particularly <laughs> remembered it because it's just full of taxidermied animals. Oh my God. Like Creepy. so many taxidermied animals that you would not believe. Because yeah. normally you'll have one or two, right? Maybe say normally, but like, yeah, okay. at most, it wouldn't be out of place. No, yeah, this one had maybe twenty or oh more, just all over the place, and then also the statue of Mary Reed, and it's a really nice village. Oh, nice! So I'll give it some recommendations. <laughs> um, yeah, go there. It's very interesting. It's a good place to take your kids for Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah, um, and also you can tell them about queer female pirates. Nice. Oh my god! I mean. Well done, like, this is awesome episode because I basically, uh, what you basically told me about this episode was lesbian pirates. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, let's do that. This is so much better than just (laughs) that. Like, you're right, 
Just calling them lesbian pirates it's is... It's not nearly enough to explain them at all. No, and it's not even really the coolest thing about them. Like, oh, so good. This this warms my pirate heart. What you really <laughs> want to hear is stories of murderous, swearing, <laughs> machete and pistol-wielding women. <laughs> pistol-wielding buxom women. Buxom women. I mean, maybe they were pregnant at that point, which might explain it, but who yeah. knows. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So good. Do you want to see some pictures of them? I do, yes. So the best part is there was apparently at one point like a cigarette trading card thing of famous pirates. Oh, and so um, there's also a load of uh, cigarette card collections of Anne Bonnie and amazing. Mary Reed. Uh, this is the picture of her from the original book. This is um, Anne Bonnie. Oh my God. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like tits, but realistic tits. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And... Yeah, if you're wearing a shirt like that, that is what it would look like. That is what it would look like. And then I've got another one for Mary Reed here, which is a very similar style. Mary Reed doesn't get to be as good looking. Okay, yeah. Oh, poor Mary Reed. Well, it seems to have been generally assumed that Anne Bonnie was like a bombshell. Right. Like, especially she was like quite young, even when she died. Hmm. Um Mary Reed was an extra decade on top of that and also had fought as a soldier for mm. many years. So she must have had... Like, I could imagine her having a bit more of a weathered look. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I like that they're still basically, like, in exactly the same clothes and exactly the same pose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that people were being a bit lazy when printing this, um, printing this picture. But <laughs> hey-ho, here's the two of them together. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to That Time When and thank you to Kevin McLeod for any music that we've used in this episode. Um, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is That Time When 4 and if you have any suggestions for us then please email us at ttwpod at gmail.com. And if you're a newcomer to the show, if you could follow us on Spotify, that would be great. If you could follow us on SoundCloud or iTunes, and if you could give us a five-star review, that would also be excellent. Um, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week for another episode of That Time When.